there's one thing I've learned from doing this podcast, it's that reflection is important. It's helped me learn about myself and improve my own processes. But I've also learned that it's important to reflect on how I do my reflections. Today on the Reflective Report, I'm going to break down a new form of reflection I did last week, and we'll see if it can work for you too. This process of doing these reflective reports in this audio format has been very positive for me. With each episode, I get new insight into the development process, and I've been refining that process of creating these podcast episodes since the beginning of it. As I've become more comfortable with reflecting in this systematic way, I decided to try new ways of reflecting and see how I like them. So this episode will focus less on what I was reflecting on and more about how I was doing the reflection. So let me give you a breakdown of what happened so you can better understand the context of this situation. This was last Saturday in the late morning. I was working on some classwork and I needed to develop an idea for an upcoming project, but I just couldn't get in the right headspace to think of it. So naturally, I began wandering and ended up at the inescapable void known as the land of YouTube. I found one video by a content creator that I've been following more recently named Harris Heller. He talked about not fearing failure when it comes to creating content that you think might not work for your audience. And he included some of his own tips on how to get your own creative juices flowing and things that work for him. The two that stuck out to me the most were to go on a walk, and the other one was to think in somewhere other than your regular workspace. Feeling inspired to try new things and enter a creative space, I grabbed a notebook, pencil, and audio recorder and headed out the door. We live on a busy road right now, so it makes going for a quick walk difficult, but I decided to walk around my driveway instead. Let me see if I can paint this picture for you. It's a beautiful day. The sun has made the pavement warm on my feet as I walk across it. The wind that you can hear brings what could have been a very hot and humid day to actually a pretty comfortable day. The busy road is indeed very busy, and every few minutes I can hear a car drive by. I can smell fresh cut grass from my neighbor mowing his yard and as he swings by, I give him a friendly wave. As I'm pacing, I can feel myself thinking differently and broader than I was just 30 minutes ago back at my desk. Okay, so far, nothing seems very new or unusual, right? You're probably like, Sam, when are you going to get to the new and exciting mode of reflection you've been talking about? And if you're asking that question, the answer would be right now. And also, get some patience. We're like three minutes into this episode. Chill. As I'm reflecting on this part of the story, I realize that I did this reflection in three steps. Each step, I added a new element to the process of reflection. Step one was walk and think. As I walked, I thought. I thought of new ideas for upcoming projects with school, and I found that I got distracted easily. I started thinking about what I was going to have for lunch and how painful it can be to step on such a tiny stone in the wrong place on my foot. Step two was to walk, think, and speak 
With all the ambient noises around me, I decided it would be interesting if I would start talking to myself and let myself think in that way. So I did. I started essentially having a conversation with myself on my own ideas. I told myself what I liked about each idea, what I didn't like, and I even gave myself some justifications for why I liked one idea over the other. And I found that all of a sudden, I was much more engaged with my own thoughts, and I could process my ideas better. I wasn't getting less distracted, and probably looking pretty ridiculous to the people that are driving by me. Finally, step three was to walk, think, speak, and record. I grabbed my handheld audio recorder that I talked about earlier, I pressed the big old red button in the middle of it, and recorded myself talking. After being in step two and realizing that talking out loud was helpful for me to process my thoughts, even if it was just to myself, I decided that I wanted to try straight recording my thoughts, and this would allow me to look back at them later and hear exactly what I was thinking, and not lose anything in translation from speaking it out loud and having a debate with myself and writing it down on my notebook, but this is just me talking. And to give you a taste of what the uninterrupted, unfiltered, and raw thoughts of Sam Stoner are like, I wanted to play you a little clip from it. Um, I just wanted to say in advance, I apologize for the wind. And just a quick note, if you're listening at more than 1x speed, you probably will want to slow down if you want to actually hear what this says. The audio is not good, and I apologize for that. But it's what I've got, and it's what I'm working with. So here's me talking to myself. As I write my reflective report and um, think back to this time, what I'm feeling and thinking, this is actually a very good process for me. And now I can think back to all my thoughts and have it for me ready to go. Um, I'm a very process-oriented person, and so I feel like a lot of the things I do are not based on process, but but I, I love the pro- I need the process. Okay, back to crisp audio, Sam. So... What I was realizing is that by the time I started recording myself uh, talking, I had already gone through the steps of just the thinking part. So this really allowed me to enter into a creative space in, uh, that, that where my initial ideas uh, for my upcoming assignments were thought about and I talked about them. And then by the time I recorded them, they were already kind of had gone through this filter. So I felt like I was in a place to remember the important things, but not all of the individual ideas and the little, the, every single detail. I also started to realize that I was having fun. <laughs> I became more animated in my debates with myself and improved the articulation of my thoughts. And that all led me to the part where I was able to record something that could be meaningful to me. This is all a long way of saying that for me, uh, I was in a creative rut, and I needed something to do about it. I went for a walk, did a combination of thinking, speaking, and recording, and boom! I had some new materials to work with, not to mention it gave me an excellent topic for this episode. I do have a few things that I would do differently next time if I were to re- uh, reflect like this again. Some of those suggestions would be to be mindful of the wind, as I'm sure that you were able to pick up in my uh, clip that I played. It was very windy, and I didn't think about that much when I was recording. I just kind of was going with the flow. So next time, I would definitely try and record in a less windy and less ambient-sounding space. The second thing that I would do differently is use a timer. 
I ended up walking around for over an hour, and while it was great to generate a lot of new ideas and find a new creative space to be in, there were other things that I needed to be doing that day, and I think it might have been helpful to give myself 20 or 30 minutes or whatever I think I had time for and stick to that. I know it's hard to put a time on being creative and thinking of ideas, but I think this is a helpful way to you know keep the day moving and still get your tasks done. At least that's what I found. My last piece of advice would be to try things and adjust. Everyone operates differently. These are the things that worked for me. They might not work for you, but maybe something similar might. Uh, if you are unsure, my suggestion is to give something a solid try, then evaluate or reflect on how it went, and if needed, then you can make adjustments to see uh, to get it to the point where it can become helpful for you, because that's the whole point of doing it, to be helpful, and I found that these methods of trial and error and reflection on what I've been doing with the goal of getting better for the future and becoming a, you know, a better person myself has been a great mentality to be in. So that's what I've got for this episode of The Reflective Report. I tried a few new elements in this episode, some sound effects, some ambient noise, and some echoing effects, some different effects. It's been, it's been fun to play with. But if you like them, let me know, and be sure to leave a comment. As always, thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.